0: Unfiltered, uncensored, and unapologetic. This is the Retail Warzone Podcast.
1: Tonight we're going to get into the differences between retail here in the good old United States versus across the pond. What I'm going to do, Irish, real quick just for you know, sake of giving everybody some background. What's up, addicts? Uh, I'm going to throw up the cost of living stuff so everybody can kind of mm-hmm. get an idea where we're going. Uh, I pulled this off. This is all current. So this gives you kind of an idea where we stand financially between the two co- countries. So, cost of living uh, this thing had the average monthly net salary after taxes, uh, Ireland, in U.S. dollars was twenty nine seventy, whereas the United States was thirty five fifty eight. I, I I don't know where that thirty five fifty eight comes from because I I'd love to see that. But uh, so overall, average wise, uh, the United States is uh, a higher monthly net salary. However, the mortgage interest rate in Ireland is substantially better. Than the United States, it's a 3.51 in Ireland versus a 4.03 here, and that's as of June 2021. Transportation, just to give you an idea, a one-way ticket, local transport, uh, three dollars and ten cents in Ireland, two twenty-five in the United States. Gasoline, uh, six dollars and thirty-four cents a gallon in Ireland versus two sixty-two in the United States, uh, which we're getting pretty close to three here. Volkswagen Golf is around $31,000 in Ireland versus $23,000 here. A Toyota Corolla, $31,000 here. I mean, in Ireland, $21,000 in the United States. Uh, Utilities, um, I found this kind of shocking. Actually, I figured Ireland might be cheaper, but basic electricity, heating, cooling, water, garbage for a 915-square-foot apartment, it's about $177.91 versus 164.76 in the US. Internet uh, is cheaper in Ireland, $59 versus $65 here. Sports and Leisure, um, Fitness Club monthly fee for one adult, $50 bucks in Ireland, $37 in the United States. Uh, cinema, so movie ticket prices, six cents cheaper in Ireland, $1194 versus $12. And then we've got markets, so this was interesting. So a gallon of milk in Ireland when I pulled this was four dollars and sixty one cents. The United States was three twenty four whereas a loaf a pound of white bread in Ireland's only a buck sixty versus two forty eight here. rice for a pound is seventy five cents for the pound in Ireland, one eighty one in the United States, a one point five liter bottle of water. Is a buck 62 in Ireland versus a buck 81 here. And this boy, whoo, a, a 20 pack of Marlboro in Ireland, $16.35 versus $8 here. Man, oh, being a smoker, that hurts. Uh, so, and then child care, preschool or kindergarten, full day private monthly for one child. Uh, is 1,076 in Ireland versus 937 here. Comparison in like clothing items, a pair of Levi's or similar, uh, 8960 in Ireland, 4393 here. A pair of Nike running shoes, mid-range, $95 in Ireland versus 76 here. Um, Leather business shoes, $100 there, 96 here. And then the interesting one was rent. So, for a one bedroom in city center. So, what is city center, Irish? Is that like just
0: downtown? Uh, yeah, with, within walking distance off that, like you know, the center of town.
1: Gotcha. All right. So, it's 1412 in Ireland versus 1341 here. A one bedroom apartment outside of the center is 1197 in Ireland versus 1085 here a three bedroom in the city is 2335 in Ireland 2158 in the United States a three bedroom outside of the center 1884 versus 1745 here so yeah some pretty interesting stuff there health insurance we'll be getting into that uh here in just a few to fuck today so thanks for, thanks uh Alex it is a I, I like the background it's cool so did that sound about right
0: to you Irish Generally speaking, yes. Um, I took a, you know, close look at that, and, and by and large, it's uh, it's pretty accurate. Um, there are obviously some things when it comes to you know, rent, for example. I mean, obviously, no more estates, it fluctuates wildly based on where you are. But uh, overall, yeah, I'd give that a pass.
1: All right, cool. So in going with, uh, you know, that kind of gives you an idea you know what the differences are and and he's right i mean i know i look at some of those prices and some stuff and i'm like it's more expensive than that here so it it does have a lot to do with where you live um and you know the location that you're at and things like that and the cost of living in that particular area so um now what is your minimum wage
0: there Okay, the, the the legal minimum wage is ten twenty an hour, so that's a roughly speaking a little over eleven dollars. Okay, so
1: our minimum wage here is seven twenty five an hour, but mm. the minimum wage can be dictated by the state. So there are some states that pay higher. There again, too, it, there's not a lot of equity nationwide in what the minimum wage is. Some places mm-hmm. pay higher. Some places. pay you know, pay the bare minimum. Your service workers, there, like waitresses and waiters, do they make mm-hmm. that per hour, or are they getting like a very low hourly rate plus
0: tips? No, regardless of what you do, that is the minimum wage. Uh, so, uh, there, the tipping culture isn't. It's it's here a little bit with service uh, for service, but it's it's not as prevalent as in the states. So, they do get an hourly wage.
1: Wow, because see here it It really is kind of shitty because the restaurant you know business and the service industry they they basically expect their employees to rely on tips you know mm-hmm. a lot of places their hourly rates like two dollars and thirteen cents an hour that's fucking criminal yeah plus tips so that's and and there's some criminal. restaurants you know if you if you're lucky enough to get into like a really high dollar restaurant where a bunch of highfalutin people you know come in yeah you you can make some serious money but just the fact that it's acceptable in the year 2021 for somebody to have a base rate of two dollars and 13 cents or 31 cents an hour is asinine i don't even know how that's legal <laughs> i don't even know how that's a possibility but you know yeah. it's it's crazy so your minimum wage there is roughly 11 bucks an hour all right, so mm-hmm. we know ours here fluctuates, and I know in, in South Carolina, um, for instance, Dollar Tree they still pay, uh, you know, their hourly associates like seven thirty-five an hour, but benefits was something that the uh, fuck today asked about, and I've got, I actually found this online. It's from probably I'll go ahead and say it. It's from the largest retailer in the United States, and this was their. Breakdown on their pricing for benefits. So they have three different plans listed here. There's a Premier plan, a Contribution plan, and a Saver plan. And the costs here are biweekly. So for an associate who's a non-smoker, um, if they're only getting themselves on the Premier plan, it's thirty dollars and fifty cents every two weeks. When you go up in these plans, uh, the the actual amount that you pay goes up whereas the associate only in the saver plan 6780 every two weeks and then if they want to go to the contribution plan it's 172 dollars and 20 cents every two weeks and here in the united states basically what that means is with every plan that goes up in price your deductible comes down and (laughs) but still when you look at let's just say there's a lot of people out there. Let's say a single mom, for instance, an associate plus children. All right. So the cheapest one, if you are a non-smoker is $48 and 80 cents every two weeks. Okay. But your deductible sky high, which means, you know, you've got to pay X amount of money out of pocket for the insurance to actually kick in. So if you want one with a low deductible, $121.40 every two weeks. Now, when you start talking minimum wage, though that money, you know, starts to add up really, really fast. So let's also look at the fact if it's an associate plus a family. And that's where it really, really gets you. Uh, If you want decent quality insurance without a high deductible, your biweekly is going to be $311 every two weeks. And people talk about, you know, the minimum wage needs to be $15 an hour for a livable wage. When you start taking benefits out of it and stuff, you're not making, you know, squat because your insurance just takes it out, you know, completely. And I think the the prices for insurance here are really, really, you know, out of hand. And this is just for medical. Um, There's also vision and dental is, is separate. So that's not even wrapped up in to your biweekly cost, So an associate plus family vision is 826 every two weeks, which isn't a whole lot. Um, Associate plus family and dental is 3390 every two weeks, which isn't a whole lot, but you throw those two on top of a, a high premium that you pay every two weeks for a lower deductible. You're, you're not gaining anything at all. So it's kind of counterintuitive From a wage standpoint, that when you actually do the math for a lot of these places that, you know, you've got families, let's say, you know, you've got a husband and wife and the wife, for whatever reason, can't work, whether it has to do with child care or something like that. Because it's another thing, child care here in the United States is outrageous. That's why the the chart that I threw up with the cost of living is a little confusing because everywhere we've ever looked is much higher than that. Uh, per kid, almost to the point that there's been situations with you know us and others where you've been offered a promotion or a higher job, but when you factor in childcare that you're paying in order to have it, it's not even worth getting the job because all that extra money you make goes right into paying to the childcare. So, benefit wise, how are you guys structured in
0: Ireland? Okay, uh, well in In terms of the specifically healthcare, we don't have that as part of uh, uh, tied in with our job necessarily. Um, There, there are very very few benefits other than your wages uh, in in the job that uh, you you would get over here in retail or or anything other. Really, it's totally discretionary, really, uh, from the employer. And also, it's not really that normal. We do have health insurance. It's substantially lower. Uh, it, it would run about 120 a month here for a good, you know, some decent coverage. But also the the costs in general, if you do end up in the ER for some reason, are substantially lower in any event, that, from what I understand. I would, Does that make I would sense? Agree.
1: Yeah, I, I would agree with that because, you know... Hero asked, is healthcare up to the individual there to find, or is it some, how, how does that work?
0: Yes, it is. Your employer has nothing to do with with any sort of benefits at all, uh, other than paying you your wages. It just doesn't exist here. But at the same time, your rates are cheaper. Correct.
1: And I would probably say that, you know, and, and that's the thing too. I mean, that, it, that'll take me down a whole other rabbit hole. I still think insurance is a racket overall because if you're a healthy individual and you don't yeah. go to the doctor, you know, you're just pissing money away that you could use on whatever, and you don't ever see any of that back. And then here, if you um, lose your job or quit your job. And your benefits lapse. We have this thing here called Cobra, which is some sort of fancy schmancy way to get insurance without being employed that will about make you homeless because
0: it's so expensive. It's really, really ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think healthcare in the United States is one of those things that you could do a whole episode on that alone. I'm sure it is, no matter which way you measure it, it is probably one of the most r- r- ridiculously expensive things that people waste their money on because it like it, per capita you guys you 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 guys spend like like uh, two or three times more than, than the next country on on uh, on healthcare and you don't get anywhere near the uh, same outcomes
1: now do you guys have like a government healthcare program the-
0: yes yeah we do um to be honest it's it's the 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 system is split into two here there's there's public healthcare um which is open to everyone at any time for any reason it's not great. you know there's long queues and if you're if you need to see a specialist you could be waiting a ridiculously long time and there's private healthcare you know most like yourselves it's it's it is run privately and yeah you know, it, it it does function a lot better but then you know it it it's it, it just means like the, the more money you have the quicker you access healthcare which raises a kind of a moral issue as well but right you know, you know. um you know that's i'd say this is
1: one of the biggest problems especially in retail over here with the fact that mm. you know with the wages being so low and the insurance premiums being so high it's mm-hmm. almost like the system it refuses to let anybody get ahead. I mean, it, it's, you know, like I said, there are situations like the fuck today. She just posted in the chat can't get better insurance because my job offers bullshit insurance. It will cost an astro- astronomical amount. And that's how it is. And I don't know if you read, mm. you know, the pharmaceutical companies here. You know, there's a yeah. big, huge outcry, like for instance, how much insulin costs.
0: Oh, I, I did see that. My goodness, that's
1: crazy. Now, I will say, I will give Walmart this. It just came out in the news yesterday that Walmart is getting ready to start selling cheap insulin through their pharmacies. How they how they're doing that, I don't know. I, props to them because you know these are life saving you know things that people need, and you know this country is so capitalist and everything's ruled by a dollar it's mm-hmm. not about, you know, somebody living, it's about how much are they willing to pay to live. <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, when- I mean, you're look, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, 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 to tie it back to retail again, retail workers over here are in no position to be uh, paying for private health care either. The difference being, though, is that the, the result of that is that they have to go for a poor public health care system here. But the results over in the States, it seems to be dramatically worse than that. You know, you, you you almost, like you said, have the choice between, you know, going to Walmart for your insulin or dying. That seems to be a bit of a crazy choice to me.
1: And, and it's 100% correct. So, all right, let's get on. The retail thing. So, I know you were you were looking at some stuff and whatnot. So, we'll start with you. G- give us your breakdown. You know about what you think about
0: you know the two countries and what you've researched. <laughs> okay. What well, you know? What a-, a lot of you will probably be wondering what I have to complain <laughs> for because <laughs> um, look, uh, you got you guys. See, you do not come out on top for for the most part. Uh, that's not to say that retail is good here by no means is a good however you you do have um in terms of just the contracts thing you you know you guys seem to be at the mercy of the employer in the sense of that you know at a whim they can uh they can just you know cut your hours or let you go or whatever else we're slightly better protected here by law um so the contracts seem to be better um Minimum wage is one of these move points. It really depends. There's so many variables there about where you live and what you do and cost of living. But um, it, I suppose we can't get away from the fact that it is higher that, that than, than you guys. But it's still, if you look at the average retail wage in Ireland per hour and the minimum wage, they're as near as identical to each other. So that, that just gives you an idea of where retail sits in terms of the... Um, food chain here you know the very very bottom in terms of pay
1: right now hero just posted so no at will employment in ireland i don't know if are you familiar with that phrase and what that means here yeah
0: we probably call it zero hour contracts uh, over here uh, yeah th- no that th- those things were popular for a while especially during the uh, immediately after the, the last recession the bloody the the, the credit crunch However, they've been phased out and they're made more or less illegal. Um, it's very difficult to find an employer now that would actually. You, it's a, it is actually illegal to have a at will contract here, unless there is a good reason, and I, that's quite literally the terms in law. Good, you know, some good. I don't know if it's good reason or something to that effect. But um, it, the minimum now is about fifteen hours a week, as I think I've said before.
1: Yeah and and you know that's that's a big problem that I see here they they use there's two phrases that they mm-hmm. like to use here in the states it's at will employment or right you you work in a right to work state and all that is is carte blanche excuse for any retailer or really any company to fire you for any reason whatsoever you know if i walked in mm-hmm. you know i fell and i had a black eye and they didn't like the fact I had a black eye. They could fire me because I had a black eye, and there's not a damn thing I can do about it, you know. And mm-hmm. and that's the kind of situation here. And and I find it really interesting because you know now we've got so many companies over here hollering about how they can't you know hire enough people. Yeah. But but by God, you'll fire them, you know, if you don't like them. I mean, it, it, it's it and that's how, and that's how it is over here. I mean, it, it's and to clarify your statement you know i understand what you're saying you know retail's retail everywhere it sucks mm-hmm. and you know and it's like it's like you said it's not that you're saying that you know it's great but it's definitely less bad
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's the best you could say about it <laughs> yeah uh, yeah no from from everything that i can really see i i, I couldn't see anything that would make me want to work in the retail in the U.S. more than here. It pains me to say that, but it's true. Well, you know, Um, the the thing that, you know, some of the
1: discussions that you and I have had, I I think, you know, from a, you guys have some support there that we don't have here. Like, you have mm -hmm. a limit, like, of shit you'll put up with. You know, especially with, like, customers and, you know, the Karens and the Kyles and all that other stuff. You guys have backbone. (laughs) Whereas here... You know, we we can have backbone, but they'll use you having backbone as a reason to get rid of you. You know, because you, God forbid, you upset the customer. You know, and mm-hmm. I just I just feel like, you know, even myself, you know, just doing research, you know, others, you know, like I told you about the the conversation I had with somebody on Reddit f- that worked retail in Japan, and yeah. the fact that in Japan retailers hire the correct amount of people to work to keep their stores in tip top shape. And that's that was it across the board until a certain very big retailer bought one of their major chains out over there to get their footprint in the company, I mean in the country, and they immediately cut like the staff in half. And you know, so I don't, I don't the, the problem with American retail, you know, really comes down to um you know the phrase on the shirt I mean it, it really does, and I know that sounds kind of asinine and but at its simplest form that's really what it is is that employees are controllable expenses, and there's no company out there i don't care what kind of shit they they spit at you that's all you're ever going to be, and you know whereas you guys have these contracts where you're kind of locked in, all right so you know you get a contract over there for fifteen hours, you know you're getting that fifteen hours. Right. And whereas here, you know, these companies have this amazing sliding scale, like you might get hired full time and you'll get told, oh, full time, 37 to 40 hours a week. And you go in there and you work 37, 40 hours a week and all of a sudden sales go down, they start cutting payroll and they drop you down to 30. Then all of a sudden they get to tell you, oh, well, you know, you only have to work 30 hours to be full time. You know, we we've got that kind of shit that goes on here and it happens right. all the time, every single day. We've discussed this before. That's um you're kind of unionized, right? No,
0: not in retail. I wouldn't say we're unionized in retail. Or
1: so so these contracts I mean that's like a government mandate. Correct. Now see, I mean and that's amazing in itself. You know, the government saying, okay, you know, you've got these different levels of contracts and so when you let's say you get a contract for 15 hours, Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you guaranteed that 15 hours no matter what? I mean, they can't come back and say, well, oh, we're only going to work you 10. Nope, you're guaranteed. Wow. So, see, we have no protections like that here. None. And yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. I mean, when you emailed me when we were talking about this, you're like, oh, well, it looks like you guys get the short and the stick. We really do. And, you know, I wish I could get more people from other countries on to talk about this so people could really see, you know, for as great as this country likes to, you know,
0: pound its chest, we, we lack in a lot. Yeah, I, I think that's, that's correct in, in, in how you treat – I'm not sure if it's true of all um, occupations over in, in the United States, but definitely how you guys treat retail Workers, uh, from a legal point of view, from protections, unions, and even from a customer point of view, is is pretty poor. Um, Now it's poor everywhere, but in particular, you know, I have to say, I I I would be very uneasy working in retail in the states because I would be afraid uh, at 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 any time I could lose you know hours. The same thing can happen here, like. the average re- retail employee here might work about twenty-five hours a week. They're only guaranteed fifteen. That's only that's that's almost half their paycheck if they get cut, you know. Right. So,
1: I mean, and you know, there again, you know, let let's just say here, you know, they promise somebody thirty-five hours is full time, okay, mm-hmm. and then you know they drop them to thirty, and th- it, th- they do it with with no remorse whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And and they act like it's not this big deal, but you know, five hours, you know, ten dollars an hour to a lot of people, that fifty bucks man goes a long way. Yeah, it's probably groceries. Yeah, or gas, or, or you know, all sorts of different things, and and there is just no consideration for you know for that overall in the retail industry. And and don't get me wrong, I mean, there is tons of you know. People that are getting hired that have no quote unquote job skills and and they're there just collecting a paycheck and they don't want to work. And unfortunately, there's a lot of those. But I think one of the big things that we're seeing now, especially coming out of the pandemic, and it's nice to see that the retail and service industry workers are finally waking up and they're just fed up, you know, and, you know, like Hero just posted here as well, don't get a second job that will change your availability. See, like here, yeah, you might be get get told, okay, we're going to hire you, we're going to work your 15 hours a week. Well, you're like, well, I need more than that, but this is all fine. And then they wind up finding another job getting 15 hours a week elsewhere. So they're working two jobs. And there's no consideration because that first job's going to be like, oh, you're t- supposed to be devoted to us. We come first. So... They're going to offer you $15 – I mean, they're going to offer you minimum wage. They're going to offer you 15 hours a week, but they expect you to be on call 24-7, work yeah. whatever schedule they give you. And it's just a snowball effect that causes – I mean, it, in my opinion, causes you know people to become impoverished because you've got to start making sacrifices. And it sounds like a lot of sacrifices that people have to make here that work in retail, they do not have to do that there and in several other countries.
0: Yeah, you're you're probably correct. We we, we certainly wouldn't worry as much uh, about our health. That's definitely true, um, and we probably wouldn't be as anxious about being let go at a drop of a hat uh, because there are there are certain better there there are better protections here. Um, there there is there's something called redundancy. I don't know of an equivalent in the states where after two years um, of uh, of employment, if your employer let you go because the business is going south or you're quite literally being made redundant uh, they owe you kind of retribution for that so so you actually end up getting 2 weeks salary per year of your employment if you were to be let go that way
1: wow so so how long does that last
0: so you get 2 weeks per year yeah so if you like, if you worked for ten years, you would get twenty weeks' salary if they let you go uh, because you were being made redundant, not because you're incompetent now, but because.
1: Wow, uh, you know.
0: that is amazing.
1: Yeah, there's, to my knowledge, especially in retail, there is nothing like that here.
0: Yeah, again, I mean, every bit of research that I did. Uh, Led me to kind of maybe maybe I should be quieter in the chat. You know?
1: <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, and that's that's the great thing about having you on and and other people that that work in the business because the whole point of this whole thing is to kind of expose the disparities and what's going on here, and you know, so that's kind of like saying, "Hey, look, sorry, we can't use you." Here, here's here's basically like a severance. Correct. Okay.
0: That's exactly what it is, yeah.
1: Whereas here, it's just, oh, there. there's all sorts of legal terminology. One of them is um, reduction in force. They can use as a reason to terminate you, and you don't get nothing. You just get, you know, hey, thank you for your time. Sorry, we don't have anything for you. And mm. send you on your way. And, and this has been happening to people that have worked for companies 20, 30
0: years. I mean that that that's totally unfair because I mean if give me I mean you you gave a lot of years to certain companies and if when when they do let you go like that I mean that that that's unfair because you have you you have invested yourself to a degree in that mm-hmm. company it's not your fault it failed you know so I mean you gave up years of your life perhaps you missed out in you know education or whatever the case would be for that or for whatever reason you know you you, you do like that that's a trick you guys might be missing in the sense of like when you work you you are actually investing in the company and you're getting very little back from it uh or at least less than we do not that we get much but we get more than, than it appears in the United States
1: right and you know like recently we had the whole Best Buy thing over here where they went out all of a sudden you know no no warning and went in and just started just laying people off. Some people were getting severances. Some people weren't. These are people that I mean, long term career people, and they get told, "Oh, well, you know, we can't. If you want to keep working here, you you got to take this new job, and you got to drop the part time." And mm-hmm. no one cared. It, it's they have no legal standing whatsoever. Okay. And then what happens is, you know, I know this happened, you know, with me, you know, when I got laid off due to COVID. It was just like, "Oh, you know, we're sorry. You know, um, you can file for unemployment." And and that's just the excuse. Now mm-hmm. the turnabout is everybody's complaining about unemployment, but these companies were using that, you know, so they didn't have to feel bad about sending you on your way. You know, it's just like, oh, well, the government's doing this. You can go do that, and the trust, you know, between you know employees and these companies has been shattered, and I don't think it's ever going to be repaired.
0: I, I I would slightly disagree. I don't think it's been shattered. I think it's been exposed, uh, because I, the comp the the companies in general, it's the same over here. There, there is, there is a huge disconnect between, you know, their if they have any values and their employees. They don't seem, they, they don't seem to kind of respect the fact that their employees are their are their own representatives, um, and they they can and will try anything and everything to minimize the cost of wages, hence controllable expenses. Um, and they don't seem to value the employee outside of merely keeping the shelves stocked. You know? Um, and, and that's an interesting thing because
1: when I was doing research on the cost of benefits, according to Google, the first 10 pages of, of search results and the actual search terms I used were, what is the average cost of health benefits for employees in retail? The first 10 searches had nothing to do with how much an employee has to pay. It was all about how much corporations have to pay mm-hmm. to provide insurance. And I think that right there tells you all you need to know. It's not, you got to go dig through well- this information. And you know, it's not about the little guy. It's not about how you know your employees how they how much they have to
0: pay. No, if, even if you were to look up um, uh, mental health within retail for, for retail workers or anything, if you were to put those into even like the likes of Google Scholar, the articles that come back are about how how mental employees' mental health affects. The bottom line, or 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 how to increase efficiency by using this or that tactic, it's not actually about the individual employees. It is about profit and um, uh, and and well, just profit profiteering in general. Um, this there seems to be this. Uh, it it almost feels like they're talking about like farm animals or something like that. You know that uh, you know the retail workers are just at the bottom of the food chain. Um, yep. in, in every respect, even within research,
1: yes, um, you are one hundred percent correct there.
0: Yeah, um, well, I, I, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Uh, Hero
1: asked, "Do you think it's more likely for Ireland to have a larger long term workforce?"
0: I am not sure I understand long term. What, what, what do you mean by
1: that? Um, I think she's talking about like more long term employees,
0: you know, more career employees. Oh within retail no yes. yeah. um no look uh, the, there there are long term retail employees, but it's it's nobody goes into retail expecting to be there for any longer than a temporary term uh most people end up getting stuck there very very few people go into retail as a as a as a career from the outset mm-hmm. I mean plenty of people make careers out of it. don't get me wrong, but um no it's that's that would not be the case in at least in my opinion. You know, that that makes sense too,
1: whereas I think the thing that is overlooked here is the stigma on from outside of retail for people that have never worked it or have never experienced it. Mm-hmm. They don't understand that here in the United States that, you know, retail takes up such a large percentage of our actual job force in the United States that these are – "Quote unquote careers for people, and the outside people looking in still look at it like, oh, well, this is this is a temporary job. You shouldn't be doing this. You should have done better in school. You should have done this. You should have done that."
0: Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that. I mean, that, that. that 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 is maybe not as pronounced here, but you know, Ireland is a little more subtle as a um, culture. So, but it is under the surface at least. Absolutely. That's there. Uh, what I don't, what well, I don't really understand, what the justification for it is in this day and age. Uh, there's here's the thing. Although this entire podcast and, and your channel is is dedicated to exposing all the wrongs within retail, retail could be a perfectly good place to work.
1: Yes, it absolutely could.
0: There's nothing within. There's nothing stopping retail being a perfectly palatable, normal occupation. What's wrong with it is, is that exact thing you just mentioned, that it's the stigma, it's how it's perceived that you ended up there because you didn't do something right. right. That's, that's incorrect. For, for most part, at least in my experience, you know, they may not have plans to have been there long term, but that doesn't mean something went wrong. You know, that's, you know, that that it may have suited them for long enough and then they were good enough and they got a supervisor's job or or maybe they just enjoyed it. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think most of us that have been in it for a long time, there was something that we enjoyed at some point. But then what happens is as you you get more intelligent as you get older and you stay in the business, you start to see the seedy side. And that's when you realize (laughs) that, you know, all the things that you enjoyed about it or that quote unquote brought you to the dance these really? companies exploit and you know i just all these people that complain about retail workers and 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 i would just love to know who the hell these people are i mean are these people who have never worked or these housewives are living off their husband's money i mean it's it's just you know to me you're right it could be a good job but the problem is there's no support for the workforce because they will bend over and kiss you know whatever customers ask just to keep them happy and not even defend their workforce
0: absolutely that that that's one hundred percent true in uh, and a lot of companies over here have followed in your footsteps in that respect of um of taking the customer is always right literally you know i mean it start it it was a fucking marketing campaign for Christ's sake it wasn't supposed to be literal. You know, uh, and and they they are obsessed with um, getting the most positive reviews possible, as if they really mean anything. If you look into company reviews, it, it, if anyone really paid attention to a company reviews, nobody would ever uh, subscribe to any uh, uh, telecommunications provider because they all have one star reviews across the board. Mm-hmm. You know, so that the, the companies have bought into this thing that basically allows the small percentage of customers that make your life difficult to uh, a free-for-all it's just they can pretty much do as they please once they don't break any laws and 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 to humiliate somebody or, or, or belittle people and um, if they so wish. And they're just sociopaths. I mean, they're in every society, but like very few occupations give them, uh, a you know, a kind of a, an, an open welcome to come in and do as you please. Right. And I think it's extremely
1: tone deaf for all these corporations because you and I both know this, you know, from retail hell, from, you know, all the different places on Reddit and all the different, you know, employer reviews and whatnot. There's millions and millions and millions of retail workers they go online and tell these horror stories about the treatment that they get from the customers, the general public, the corporations, and whatnot. There's all these voices screaming, and the corporations just aren't listening. They just don't, I mean, to me, on the surface, they just do not care. Because I have not seen any big headline anywhere talking about what all these retailers are doing to help the mental health
0: of their workforce, and, and you know what? In, in my experience, uh, the, uh, the, the, the the disconnect between um, you know the, the head office and, and and the foot soldiers is so severe that if if it ever does occur that a, a a large corporation turns around and says, "Right, no more Karen's in our stores," we're standing up for our, our employees. I wouldn't believe that necessarily because I think it would be just another one of their marketing campaigns to appear decent in the public eye. Right. If, if, it, if, it was, if somebody designed a marketing strategy that says, you know what's really popular these days? Workers' rights, and you need to perform as if you give a shit about that. It would be the same thing. About, they never cared about recycling or being green before. That's a hot thing now, because... It's, you know, more to the forefront of the popular opinion, I suppose, especially among the youth. Um, mm-hmm. So it may well happen that corporations do um, stand up for employees, but I would I would take that with a pinch of salt, and that won't be anytime soon, by the way. But I'm just saying, if it does happen, don't think anything's changing. It's just uh, they're they're going with the, with you know, whichever way the wind takes them.
1: Yeah, and you're right. I mean, but you could be... There could be a retailer out there right now that, that, I mean, legitimately bought into that and believed it, and they will become the industry leader on that, and, and people have no idea. These companies have no idea. If they adopt the debt philosophy where they would at least just back up their employees, Yeah, I mean, just back them up. You know, don't don't give away the farm. You know, you you hire and you train these people to do things, and and the amount of stories that are out there about corporations turning their back on employees who followed policy to a T
0: is yeah insane. I I think that it wouldn't. Um, in my experience, in a few of the former retailers that I've worked for. It would have been a lot more bearable, like the, the 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 Karens and the unsociable hours and this, that and the other. If when the occasion happens that I needed backup, I got it. But mm-hmm. mo- most of the time they you know, if it was a Karen, for example, you know, they got lip service and occasionally they got actual refunds when they weren't allowed them or, or shouldn't have been allowed them. And and they often in a few cases that still piss me off to this day, years later. They ended up getting things like gift cards. They literally got rewarded for throwing an adult temper tantrum.
1: You know, it's – and I don't don't know what the answer is. I mean, that's – you know, we kind of had a discussion about this on the way home talking about – I mean, the wheels have come off the wagon. It's like what's it going to take to get back to, you know, decency and people treating people, you know, with respect because it's just so far gone now that, you know, these retail companies – are in their enablers, you know, they're complicit in how, I mean, they really are complicit in less letting society just spiral out of control because they're letting people just act a fool. And, You know, not taking up for their employees, you know, not checking on that employee who got yelled at that went and and hid and cried in the freezer, you know, or the employees that are depressed because, you know, they already have a bad personal life, and this customer comes in and just berates them, and and this kid thinks they're doing their job perfectly, and they actually were, and their boss tells them that, hey, you know, you could handle that better. I mean, I just don't know what it's going to take, and I don't know if it's ever going to
0: get fixed. I don't think it'll be an easy fix. Um, I think it will prop, in a way it might be happening almost organically because of the popularity of things like the Karen memes. Um, because I think that, that the generation coming up just are not as bad. They understand that things a bit differently. They, they understand that you didn't end up in retail because you flunked out of college or because you weren't smart enough to get into college. You know, They understand that there's a million and one reasons why you might have ended up in any job. Um, and for whatever reason in the past, retail was looked on as this temporary juncture to which you, if you stayed for too long, it was evidence that you failed. It, that is not, and that, that was, that's a cultural thing and it's really fucked up. I don't know why it really stuck, but it seems to, it seems to be the general attitude of a bygone time. Um, So eventually, I think it might just change organically. But honestly, in the short term, it might take something, you know, completely crazy, like some sort of, in in at least the States, some sort of class action lawsuit as to why, you know, people are suffering from feckin' anxiety at an unbelievable rate within retail and not in other sectors. And it's because of the way that their employer is allowing people to treat them.
1: Right and you that's a that's a brilliant point. I don't know how it is in in Ireland but I can tell you here the biggest problem is retailers have no accountability. Correct. And and legally they have none. You know there there are so many legal loopholes. I mean god, I don't know how it is there, but I mean we've got a government that lobbied and passed the fact that retailers and employers cannot be held accountable for if, you know, let's say they change some sort of mandate and and they just act like business is is like it has always been. There's no pandemic. You know, they Mm -hmm. they force – maybe you got an employee who wants to wear a mask because they feel safe, but they tell them they can't wear the mask because the company doesn't want to. They catch COVID and they die. Guess what? Our government has said – not the company's fault. They're not liable.
0: Well, I, I, I mean, that I'd, I would love to know if that would pass your own Supreme Court because uh, at the end of the day, I mean, I think all employers should have a duty of care to their employees. Um, not just the bleeding obvious of, uh, you know, having illuminated fire exits, but also, like, down to the mental health, you know, level of I mean, ensuring that your employees are, you know, within as best as you can, you're providing them in a, an environment where they're they're not exposed to things they didn't sign up for. You know, I mean, right? I mean, you know, the, uh,
1: the mental health thing's huge. We've talked about that it's a lot. Huge. I mean, huge. I, I I feel like you know that's that's a big. It's a huge failure here in the United States. There are no protections. For retail employees, whether you're an hourly or you're a manager, your mental health don't mean shit. What they'll do is they'll hand you a little piece of paper saying, you know, here's the employee assistance hotline. If you feel yeah. stressed or blah blah blah, you call this person. And, yeah, and they feel like
0: send you out a pamphlet or something. Yeah, yeah,
1: they feel like, hot damn, we did our part. No, and and they just because if they really cared about these employees, you know, mental health. They'd put a stop to a bunch of the bullshit that, that they make these these you know employees put up with from the customers that come in.
0: Well, this this isn't retail specific, but it, it is now the law in Ireland as of uh, April the first this year that um, you may not be contacted outside of your working hours, your normal working hours. So you don't have to answer emails or phone calls. You you, you are legally not allowed to get into trouble for that anymore. Um, whereas before, which is, uh, to be honest, it's going to be very difficult for me to actually adhere to that. I'm, I, am, I, am, I am trained so hard to wake up in the middle of the night and answer a phone call, no problem. But it's actually now, they're, they're beginning to take it a little more seriously here. And I think it's actually the EU law uh, as opposed to Irish specifically. But they are taking mental health a little more seriously now because it's such a pandemic
1: I, I agree. Now, in wh- speaking with like your employment contracts and whatnot, let's, let's touch on this real quick. Time mm-hmm. off. So, let's say you're a full, like, how many days off does the average employee, you know, like personal days and stuff like mm-hmm.
0: that, do you get? Okay, so do, do you mean like holidays now, or days you can just call in?
1: Um, like paid time off. So it can okay. be holidays, like you know, um, like for instance, here, like vacations. Okay.
0: You know, okay, for, for, four weeks per annum, and that's out of the gate. Uh, yes, if you're a full time employee, it's four weeks per annum. And do they put any any
1: restrictions on when you can and can't take those? Uh, yes, that that is
0: at the company's discretion. Yeah.
1: Right now, do they expect you to take those days, or will they try to pull something funky? And if you're you're year is almost up and you haven't taken them, do they pay pay you out or do they roll them over?
0: You can roll a certain amount of them over, but it's fairly restricted. They, they Legally speaking, you are supposed to take your vacation, period. But in reality, especially among the smaller employees or employers, rather, um, I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them were just paid off. Um, but uh, the ones that are being kept a kind of a, have large HR departments and stuff like that. No, they, they would make you take your your annual leave. Are you are you
1: frowned upon for taking it? No. Whereas here, let's say you're a manager, all right, and you're you're moving to another company and you get hired salary. Most of the time, you get one week's vacation, and on your third year there, you get two weeks vacation and it is frowned upon anytime you take any kind of t- time off it doesn't matter what it's for they'll ask you a million different things i mean I, you know i know of situations where people have been scolded or reprimanded
0: because they needed to take time off for the death of a loved one that that is cr- that that that's hard that that's hard to listen to um it used to be worse um here years ago uh it's it has gradually gotten better like for for example i took four days off for my own wedding okay mm-hmm. um you know that was no no one really took any notice of that it was fairly a normal thing uh, uh, at the time it, it, but in terms of being frowned upon if someone took two weeks for their wedding I don't think anyone would really begrudge that um, as such. No, but these days I think they, they are taking the mental health thing more seriously because look, like, what is the benefit by the way of doing it the, the 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 American way, if you like? Like you know, someone that gets one week off in a year is is someone that's not very productive. You, you know, right? The, like the, it, it's the same thing of like. Uh, employers are just, you know, they, they only want you to take a 30-minute lunch break at a 12-hour shift. You realize you get far more productivity out of the person if you gave them four 30-minute lunch breaks in a 12-hour shift. Really, it's not that difficult to understand. You, If you're rested, you come back better. You know, um, they just seem to be not really be using their head in, in that respect. They're I have not. no idea why you would only get such a pitiful amount of time off because if I were the employer, I'd want you to be productive. I wouldn't, I'm not counting how many weeks per year that you work. I'm counting how productive you are. So right. if, that, if that means giving you more time off, as counterintuitive as that might sound, that's the right thing to do. Well, like here, mostly in retail, um,
1: you know, like the fuck today just posted, typically our blackout period, you can't take a vacation between October and February. Oh yeah, that's
0: I'm not going to lie to you. That's that's pretty common here too,
1: right? And and obviously, you know, part of that makes sense because you know, fourth quarter, Christmas, and and I think anybody who signs up for retail management, you know that. But the fact that you know you start out of the gate with you know one week, and you, you what happens if you have an emergency and you have to take the week, and then let let's say you start work in January. And you've got till next January to use a week. You're there in March, something happens, and you have to take that week. And you work from, you know, April to January before you get any more time off. And, you know, it's one of those deals where, I mean, personally, I feel like, you know, if you're a store manager, personally, I feel like that it should be mandatory. That the week after Christmas, retailers make all store managers take that week off. I, you know, I, I think that that should happen. And then the following week, that you know, you could rotate. You know, the next salary manager can take you know the week off or whatnot. But that's not how that works here because you come through Christmas, you get your ass completely kicked, and then you got to turn around and get ready for inventory, which is normally in January or February, which is another stressful situation. And you're getting beat up by these district managers and regional managers who give two shits about your mental health and, and your physical health on top of that and will work you to death or fire you. I mean, there's there's no leeway. There's no break.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And I, th- I think it's <clears> – <throat> I mean, actually, the, mo- the most kind of prominent retailer, the one with no stores, uh, the one that Bezos recently left – that is um, getting into the most trouble, at least in the public eye, for treating their workforce like absolute garbage. Um, uh, you know, you, you hear all sorts of horror stories of, uh, of of how how they are treated, effectively like robots. That's, that's the ultimate goal: is that he'd like to make everything robotic. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I I I think that in in, in retail, at least it's a little bit like uh if you go way back to like say when people were farming harvest time they they, they hired a bunch of uh you know uh, help to 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 help with the uh, harvesting around the time they they had no they they couldn't care about them but for the week that they were harvesting they had no relationship with them um and that seems to be the model that retail was built on there's a basically two types the 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 normal retail employee the everyday cashier associate uh, is is treated in such a way that they're expected to be temporary you know they they don't invest anything in you they treat you like garbage and they don't even learn to your name half the time and then there's the management which you know Ended up being like you know, the, the, the farm hands or something like that. That they they were trusted. They 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 were they are known to the owners, and there was a little bit more invested in them, and they were given more responsibility and a little bit more prestige. But at the end of the day, they they they, they, they that that is not the way a business should run in the 21st century. When we are realizing more and more that you know yeah. you know about humanity, that you know we should be treated like decent. We made so strides over the last uh, hundred years or so that you know in, in, in treating everybody as as equals and everything else, with the small exception of things like certain jobs. It's not just retail, but retail is probably one of the biggest ones.
1: Yep. And to give you an idea how bad it is here too, um, Russell just posted, and I remember when this happened. He was expecting a child over Christmas. It just happened that way. And he was getting shit about missing work for the birth of a child for a perfectly understandable situation just because it was Christmas. And this was while working for a dollar store. Yep.
0: Well, I mean, I mean that's, I mean, that's insane. insane.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's um uh, the, the, the mental health situation. Uh, I just, man, I don't know. I mean, I would feel like, like you said, I mean, it's the retail in Ireland isn't great, but I I would be willing to bet there are thousands of retail employees here that if they were working in retail there would look back and be like, holy shit. I mean, it's not, it's not great, but God, it's so much better than what it was, you know, in the United States. And that's sad.
0: You're, you're correct. I I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't have any defense to that. I, 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 mean, I usually bitch and moan about retail, but in fairness, uh, in this instance, um, when researching all of this type of thing, yes, it, it, it is. You can't deny it. It's, it is worse in the states, and it's fairly empirically obvious.
1: Yeah, and and that's just you know for a country that wants to talk so much shit about how great they are, you know, I mean. Th- these customers that come in and complain and, and, and berate these associates don't realize how much of their life depends on these associates. You know, providing, you know, what would they do without grocery store employees? What would they do without, you know, employees at Walmart or, or you know, wherever? Because most of the customers that come in and start complaining, they're complaining about things that basically prove that they're helpless. <laughs> you know, they, they wouldn't be able to survive. And they want to berate these people? I mean, you know, um, and let let me give you an example, okay, of how lazy customers are in the United States from a pricing standpoint. So I don't know how it is there. But if you walked into a grocery store and you wanted to buy, you know, let's just say an onion, all right, we have lazy ass people here. That, let's say that onion's $0.88, cents, all right? They mm. will pay $2 for that same onion that somebody has chopped up.
0: <laughs> yeah, I uh, I don't know who falls for that stuff. We have chopped onions here as well in the freezer section and stuff like that. I, I don't know. Who the hell can...
1: (laughs) But that's my point. They want to berate these employees and stuff. There's employees out there chopping onions and chopping meat and doing all this other stuff that they don't want to do. How would they survive without these people? You know, it's it's, you talk about biting the hand that feeds you, you're biting the hand that chops your shit. You know, it's like, you know, our, our society is so entitled that, you know... And then if, God forbid, you go into any grocery store that sells chopped vegetables or prepared meats or whatnot, and it's not there waiting for them, you'll see mm. some people's heads spin around like, you expect me to go home and pull out a knife and cut this? How dare you? <laughs> you know,
0: that's what we're dealing with. Yeah, I I, I think for uh, – correct me if I'm wrong, because it re- really this, this is your – your best to judge here, but perhaps in the States that it was driven home for way too long that, you know, if you, if you go out there and you work hard and, you know, you can do what you want with your money, you're, when you walk into uh, whatever service you choose to go into, you are the king. You should, you know, they should bow down and respect the fact that you are so good to come in and spend your money in their establishment. I, I'm not so sure why, like with all the choice you have there, why retailers put up with that sort of nonsense from customers. Maybe I'm wrong on that. I don't know. But there's, there seems to be why someone, I'm trying to figure out why someone would be so entitled. I don't know.
1: You know, that? did you watch the video I sent you? Yes, I, yeah. I did. Okay. Well, Russell in the chat was like, "Look up on YouTube why America isn't the greatest country." See, told you. <laughs>
0: it pretty much sums it up. Yeah, it 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 does. I I I I just don't know why it it. Look, I guess if you take public transport in the states, which I have done, I could if I were to treat an Amtrak driver or a bus driver or similar. The way that certain uh, retailers are expect their employees to be treated, I would be kicked off, no questions asked. You know, there's even a sign: "Don't talk to the driver." <laughs> you know? So, so let me ask you this
1: because I, I know you, I know you said your wife's from the states. Right. Um, have you spent like any kind of time in this in the states? Yes, I have. And l- let me just ask where would you rather be? The States
0: or in Ireland? Uh, I would rather be here in Ireland. That's pretty much what I expected. You know, it's... As, yeah, as much and all as I love the States, there. look, there is some fantastic people. There's some great opportunities. But honestly, I think one of the reasons why I work as much as I, I always have, I've always done more of my hours, because, is because I'm afraid of being unemployed. You know, I, I I'm always trying to, do as much as I can to impress the people above me so I remain in employment. But in the States, that's a real worry. I would, I really would worry that I could be doing just as much as I am doing here. But in a whim, I could become homeless. Correct. And you
1: made a statement a few minutes ago that I wanted to touch on that makes sense. You know, you were talking about you're kind of brought up to believe that if you work really, really hard at what you do, You can succeed and you can be successful. Now, the sad part is that's not true across the board because there are plenty of people who work really, really hard in retail and have for many, many years and Mm -hmm. they're not getting ahead. They're not getting that same benefit. You know, they were fed a lie for years that if you work really hard, you can can achieve great things and, and have the life that you want. But in this country,
0: that is not true for everyone yeah you, you you're you're right and it's it look it's it's not true here either you know you you like you can work very hard to be quite talented and things still don't work out all the time um but you know one thing I might add and correct me again if i'm wrong i I think that we can agree that retail has gotten. As a profession, worse over the last thirty years. Rather than it hasn't stayed the same. I think it's gotten worse.
1: I agree with you because I've been in it for thirty years. You're hundred percent on point.
0: Yeah, like for, for even just the take-home pay, for example. Just just as you, you you you've mentioned inflation a few times in the podcast. Um, like you know, if you look at your, your average salary as a, as a if you if you worked twenty hours a week thirty years ago in retail, that paid for more shit than it does today correct and i had posted a, a
1: chart on um there somebody some brilliant brain trust at some magazine posted on twitter that the price of her chip her chipotle bowl was going up in price because of government handouts and somebody that follows me on twitter sent it to me and said did you see this shit and so i pulled up this uh Chart that shows wages versus productivity through the years. And so basically, what it is is up until about, I think it was the mid 70s, up until like right around 1980, wages and productivity were running neck and neck. There wasn't a big disparity. But from then until now, wages started stagnating and going the opposite direction while productivity was going up. So what's that showing is you're expected to meet that productivity, but not get an increase in pay. And, you know, that kind of nonsense, you know, when you go back and you talk about how it was 30 years ago, you know, I've I've said numerous times that, you know, I started in this business when I was 18. I'll be 51 in August. And, you know... I've watched society change and not in a good way during that time frame, and it affected retail because I'd say, you know, from the time I was 18 to probably about 25, 26, it wasn't too bad. It was all right. People were much more respectful. People were more respectful to employees. Um, you know, you'd see somebody walk all the way across the store with something that they decided they didn't want to buy, and they would turn around and take it back and put it right back to the spot it went to. And, but I just watched the wheels come off in like slow motion in 30 years. It's, it's, it's gotten so bad. And even back then, you know, the money wasn't great, but, I feel like the way you were treated was different too. Hard work was rewarded, especially if you were an hourly person. You know, it it was kind of the same, you know, now, but there was a little bit more benefit to, hey, you want extra five hours. You know, that built a relationship with the manager that was giving you those hours and there was a payoff to that. Whereas now, do you want to work five hours? And you say no, you know, you're scum of the earth, you know, and but, but you're right.
0: It's gotten worse every single year. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, the, the, that, that's kind of the overarching theme of uh, I, I, tonight. And I think uh, in general, your channel as well, that, you know, it's become a war zone for a reason. Uh, you know, it has, it, it, it was probably never ideal, but um, I think you were more respected, you know, decades ago. For doing it, uh, because it was just seen as a you know someone's working hard to you know put some food on a table type of thing, and I think over the years it's just become this. I, I don't know why the the perception you know became that it's 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 for people that failed at something else. It's not really you know. It's not, most of the people I've met in retail, they probably didn't plan on staying there long term, but it did suit them for one reason or another. Yep, and you know. They got something out of it, but now, honestly, like the, the the new the newer people coming in just can't wait to get out. You know, they're the most temporary. If there were, if the employment situation was better, you know, they, they would be gone in a heartbeat. You know, I mean, I, I sent you a link there not too long ago about the 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 unemployment rate in the under twenty fives yeah. over here is absolutely shocking. You know, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something like sixty percent.
1: I believe that kind of goes back to something you, a point you made earlier was the newer generation coming up has gotten wise to it. Yeah. And I think think so. People think that they're lazy, but they're just choosing not to get treated like shit.
0: Well, also they're not buying the lie anymore that like what you got to do is you go and get a three-year degree and then you put on a suit and you're a manager and you make good money in whatever industry you choose to work in. That's bullshit. That That... Look, over 50% of adults in Ireland have a primary degree now. I mean, that. so it's the degrees are worthless, in other words. You know, there, um, there, there's, there's so many out there, it's crazy.
1: Right. Uh, we had a question come through from Praveen. Uh, which are the best retail companies to work for? Uh, I guess the biggest question is, uh, are you talking in the United States or in Ireland or in general? Be a little bit more specific. I'll be more than happy to answer that for you. Um, Hero also posted um, how deadly Black Friday has become. Yeah, I mean, and that that really has, you know. Um, there again, not caring about employees' health, allowing the idiocy to continue on Black Friday. You know, it's now you got people that get PTSD from working during the holidays because, man, I've been part of some of the Black Friday fiascos. It's it's off the chain crazy. Um, U.S. companies, uh, you know, to give you a rundown, I've worked in the drugstore business, mass merchant retail, uh, music instrument retail, discount retail, clothing retail. Uh, As far as people I know in the business and whatnot, U.S. companies, as far as who would be the best to work for, is a little subjective. As much as I didn't enjoy working for this company, I do believe the TJX corporations do a little bit better job, at least with their hourly employees, rewarding them, um, judging from what I've seen. I will tell you that if you work for like a dollar chain, you're not going to get anywhere fast other than worked into the ground. Best Buy at one point in time was known to be a great place to work and that changed as of recently. I really feel like probably some of the best retailers to work for are probably mom and pop shops. Office supply stores used to be really good to work for. Office Depot, Office Max and Staples, they were good. But as the payroll crunches have come in Uh, you know, through the years, they're all, you know, just a different head on the same snake. Uh, There's not anything out there that's, you know, blowing up, getting glowing recommendations as a great retailer to work for. Mm -hmm. I could see where if you're passionate about something, you know, if you're like, for instance, working in music instrument retail, you know, if you're a musician, that is probably a job that, you know, you would love um you'll be able to overlook all the little issues that most people would hate or if you love pets you know working for a pet you know like pet smart or something like that's probably great i think the key to it all is the retailer that's going to treat you the best is going to be the retailer that you're most passionate about what you sell if you love fashion you know working in a clothing store might be okay for you and and just because you love fashion you kind of overlook all the other stuff but you know it's it really is subjective i don't think there's really a good one right now i think you know everybody's still reeling from the pandemic and employees are on the short end of the stick for that but you know smaller chains anything that's not you don't want to get anything sales related that's for sure uh, that that'll that'll drive you nuts but you know, i would suggest do your research go to Glassdoor. door you'll see all sorts of reviews or whatnot but i think you'll find that most of all the big retail chains aren't real well thought of so the smaller companies are probably the best ones to work for and having said that we're at an hour 20 what time is it there irish 20 past two jesus lord i appreciate your dedication sir <laughs> um Always, always a pleasure having you on. Next week, Mad Dog is going to be on, and we're going to talk about, she's got to send me some examples, damn it. Um, We're going to talk about, like, politics, not as in, like, Republican, Democrat, that kind of stuff, politics and different policies that basically affect, like, supply chain, Uh, you know, the things that, you know, you because certain politics and things like that. Certain companies can't sell certain things, you know. So, we're going to kind of dive into that. She's going to send me some examples and whatnot. Uh, Costco, I have, Costco is one that I will say there hasn't been a lot of negative press about Costco. That might be somebody to check out, to be honest with you. And I've actually known a couple of people that worked for them that had really, really good things to say. Uh, they're a very guarded company, and I think that they are one of the few that have always paid their employees very, very well. So that'd probably be a good one to check out. Hero says everything is made in China. Yeah, well, I mean, true stuff's made in China, but there are different things that you know keep stores from getting, you know, filled. So we'll we'll see, we'll see what Mad Dog's got for me, and and we'll we'll dive into that. Um, as always, it is wonderful having Irish connection on. Uh, I, I love having him around. It's great. um Something I want to do, all right? I don't know how I'm going to make this go viral. I would like to. So we're, we're all aware of the shirts, okay? I want to have a shirt that has the retail Warzone logo at the top and then has the, the employees are more than a controllable expense on the front with it as well. And I want to get people to go stand in front of the retail establishment they work for or one that they despise. Maybe stand with an associate. Get your picture taken. Send it to us. We're going to call it the Warzone Challenge. That's what we're going to work on here. I think that would be a lot of fun. I think it'd be cool. And it'd be a great way to spread the word. Like I said, there's a shirt in Ireland. There's a shirt here. There's a shirt in Philly. You people need to get on the stick and go get a shirt. There's not a lot of profit in them. So it's not like I'm making money hand over fist. It's like a buck profit. (laughs) So hashtag Warzone Challenge. Praveen asked, what are some areas you think the media should cover more in retail? Ooh, Irish.
0: Wow. I suppose a little bit of everything that we speak about. uh, I mean, the mental health of employees. I'll go for that one. I, I agree. I think mental health
1: and employee treatment from the general public, I think, should be the two most important things that the media should cover, period, because People have to under the media is a very powerful voice. The media has the ability to show the humanity behind retail employees and what they put up with. It's not an easy job. There's a lot of people that badmouth these people that work in retail that would not be able to stand a week in that job. It is hard, hundred percent. and you know you you might see that seventeen, 18 year old cashier that, you know, oh, this is their first job. It's easy. No, it's hard because they have to put up with asinine bullshit. They may have grown up in a loving family who have taught them, treat people like you want to be treated, and they don't see any example of that all day long. They just get beat beat to death. So mental health and employee treatment, period. That should be all over. I would talk to any media person ad nauseum. I'm sure Irish would too. I'm sure Mad Dog would, Hero. We would go in on it. I'd love to be on some, whatever show and just rant and rave about how you know retailers are letting their employees just get walked on like floor mats and it's just uncalled for they shouldn't so um, the fuck today says we don't make the rules of the store we just enforce them yep exactly verbal abuse in retail uh, everybody remember hashtag war zone challenge that'd be cool Irish thanks for being on we'll let you go get some sleep uh, everybody we will return Monday Misfit Lounge Praveen thanks for being here thanks for joining the chat hope to see you next time If you haven't subscribed, go right ahead. We do this every Wednesday night. We have a forum where if anybody wants to be on the show as well, you can fill that out. All the links are in the description. And having said that, Irish, thank you for being on. You have a good night, sir. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Good luck. All right, everybody. We will see you next time.